So I'm a patron for this other podcast, which I might have mentioned before. And there are themes for like their different segments. They just like came up with a song <laughs> one time and they did a doodle on the synth and that's it. And they, they've kept that yeah. for like over 200 episodes. They did on what? On the fly? Yeah. Oh, wow. So like they have a segment called Miscorrections and like basically they just play the ditty and they just go over it at the same time and it always plays like ba da 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 Miscorrections. Well, as you know, August, I do like to use the same five jingles for any uh, <laughs> song or expression. For example, um, Welcome to Sonic Tales! We've got Pocky Pies! Or something like that, you know? That is, you know that what? Is, that's not that's bad. Guns N' Roses. <laughs> no, that's not, just... that's not bad. I mean, yes, it is Guns N' Roses, but that's fine. Like, but just some... <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I got sued by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> uh. And then they've got Wait. Hello from the Sonic Tales. Wait, is that one miscorrection? Which one is <laughs> it? So pies. If you're wrong, I'm sorry. But you didn't know enough. About Sonic! Welcome to Super Peel Out! Uh, this is the podcast where hedgehogs go fast and the canon doesn't matter. That's right. The canon is just like Sonic games with bad soundtracks. Those ones do not matter. I am one of your hosts, JT Duckman. I'm August. I'm Nomus on Twitch. And uh, we have quite the episode you said uh, that lined last up time. for it. We have quite the episode lined up for you. I know, I, I've realized I've said that like the the past two or so times I've done the the intro for i'm gonna keep doing it this is going to remember be that intro. quite can be very few or a lot so arbitrary what you're trying to say there i think yeah i mean but it's quite the claim where hedgehogs go fast and the cannon doesn't matter that's right the cannon <laughs> is just like saying this is gonna be quite the episode the beginning of every episode because it doesn't matter very good um, but yes, if the Sonic soundtrack, uh, intro joke is any sort of foreshadowing, today's episode is going to be out, be about Sonic soundtracks, Sonic music. Yeah, I think this would be, like, when we brought it up, I thought it'd be interesting, because we're all in slightly different, except for you and me, JT, different generations of what we enjoy in Sonic, so, um, obviously there's going to be crossover, but... We're going to have very different lists, I feel. Hopefully. Well, hang on, Norm. Didn't you say you had a round of porky pies ready to go? Oh, yeah. Well, that, that is true. That is true. We should probably begin with uh, our yeah. episode episode of... Well, I Sonic. do have this feature, in case anyone's here for the first time. I've in- 
introduced Sonic Tales and Porky Pies, uh, which is where I will tell tales about Sonic, but they could be lies. So is it a Sonic Tale or a Porky Pie? Porky Pie being British slang for lies. And, um, yeah, I have some interesting fandom... Uh, not fandom, what can I say? Uh, I'm at a loss for what these are. <laughs> Did, remember you said tidbits mean something else, Holgas? What did you say? Trivia? Oh, no, I was talking about factoids. Oh, factoids, that's the one, yes. Well, anyway, uh, I will just say uh, trivia. And, uh, you know, they might not be true, so I hope you can uh, catch me out if it's not correct. Um, you guys want to start with it? I sure have thing. one. Okay, great. Hold on, let me do the intro. Welcome to Sonic Tales, also Porkie Pies. All right, there you go. Uh, Holgast, since you are self-nominated to go first, you can do it. Off you go. Okay. War Thunder, the video game. Infamous for mm-hmm. uh, leaking state secrets on the forums, and also <laughs> their amazing April Fool's jokes, which have included My Little Pony. Uh... Earth Defense Force, Tailspin, Dune, and also Sonic. Is it true or false? Oh, so it's it's also they've also done a Sonic game. No, sorry, sorry. Let me just clarify. For April okay, Fools, okay, okay, okay. every year yeah. the game War Thunder does something wacky, and they put so much effort into it. We had okay. a new April Fools game mode. So the question is, have they done one for Sonic? Um. Yeah, yeah, I think he's uh, he's well known enough to actually uh, be the subject of one of their annual April Fools. So I'm going to say that this is a Sonic tale. I would probably be inclined to believe that as well. I don't follow War Thunder, but it seems like it's popular enough that you can make a April Fools joke on it. I feel like maybe I've seen the Sonic Twitter make fun of it once or twice, but I could have just hallucinated that. Unfortunately, they have not. It is. Ah! We uh, we really leaned into that. Yeah, Sonic, Rogan, everyone wants to uh, hear an April Fool's thing about Sonic, but no, we failed. Maybe next year. Oh, I see. All right, good. I mean, I like I that. Have... That's a good start. I, I actually I thought one up on the fly. Okay. Which you would think would mean. Oh wait, wait! You thought wait, one wait. up? Okay. Wait yeah, a minute. Self-sabotage, well done. Go on. Damn, I've been had. Um, but here's, This here's, wordsmith, here's... JD. <laughs> I'm not the best at that. Um, but here it is. Okay. In the video game, Beach Spikers Virtua Beach Volleyball for the Nintendo GameCube, there is a giant Sonic statue in the background of the, the beach volleyballing. Uh, Sonic, Sonic Tail or Porky Pie? Alright, this is interesting because this seems like the sort of thing that would be true. And I mm. might have heard of it, but I'm not sure. But... Sonic is always appearing as like a weird Easter egg or, um, or like, you know, kind of cameo appearance. So it's highly likely, isn't it? I've definitely heard of Beach Spikers Extreme Beach Volleyball. <laughs> Um, again, it sounds very reasonable, so unless JT is, um, pulling an excellent fast one over me, because it sounds just I mean, very I, plausible, I, I'm gonna say. 
I, I did say I just thought one up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, that also means I just remembered something that I can use, and I'm going to think that that's the way it is. So it's a Sonic tail, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. I'll also say, whatever. Let's say it's true. See what happens. Okay. Well, um, curse my accidental uh, wordsmithingness. Um, not misleading you guys enough, but that is a Sonic tail. Hey. Yeah, uh, Virtual Beach Spikers, I believe, is one of the few games that Sega has made that has still remained exclusive to the GameCube. Because I think they made, like, Billy Hatcher, but that got a PC port. But, yeah, so you can only get it on the GameCube, and it was made by Sega. So, by proxy, giant Sonic statue. There's also a giant GameCube statue, because that's the only system this is on. Is it made by Sega, that game? Yeah, it's like a beach volleyball game. Okay. It's all right. But I can I see that there are distractions in the foreground that take your eyes away from Sonic, so I can see how it would... Uh, really, I'm seeing. I'm more seeing the distraction than in... I, I mean, I'm only seeing Sonic. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> all right, well, um, I got one for you guys. Um, uh, I'll start off with uh, a rather interesting factoid here. Um, there is, in fact, a Sonic game Factoid. where you can play... Yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep using <laughs> it. Uh, where you... In a Sonic game, you can play as a human. Um, that human, in fact, exists in the real world on top of that. Uh, this human is actually an entrepreneur, a model, and an advertising spokeswoman. Is that a Sonic tale or a Porky Pie? You know, Sonic game? Like, you can yes. play as them. Absolutely. Hmm. You can play as a human, and this human actually exists in real life. That human is actually an entrepreneur, a model, and an advertising spokesperson. I can't think of any Sonic games that you can play as a person. No. It's usually just a Sonic. Unless Eggman's been doing some stuff behind the scenes that I'm not familiar with. Was playable though. Oh yeah, but there 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 is there are some Sonic games where you play as Eggman. This is something where, which I think would happen in Yakuza, but probably not Sonic. Okay, so your final uh, final choices there. I'll say no. It's a Porky Pie. I yeah, I want to believe this is true. I'm gonna say it's a Sonic tale and just hope. I see. I mean, that's ridiculous, though. Hold on. The premise is, you think that you can play as a human that exists in real life? Oh my <laughs> god, no, it. wait. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. I have the game that... I, it just dawned on me because I have the game right. on my shelf right in front of me. I just I just saw it, and okay. I was like, wait, hold up. I know exactly really? what... Yep, Are you that's talking exactly... about Space Shuttle 5? No, so Danica it's actually, Patrick. Yeah, oh, Danica, Danica Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> NASCAR <laughs> racer. You can, um, she's a playable character in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. She drives a custom painted car, um, and her car's called the Denise Car. <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah, because I know, of course, she's a racer, but I didn't know she was any of those other things. Yes, I yes. She was, like, I knew she was, like, part of the GoDaddy ads. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, but she, that means she, she technically exists in canon, in the Sonic universe, so there you go. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah, literally, this is this is. Oh, did that? 
My, yeah, this is literally like the game's on my shelf, like right in front of me. Right. I just so the game up, was right in front I of looked, you. I looked up and like, hmm, I wonder. And I was like, oh. All right, there you go. Uh, well done. You you got that. But you did just guess, but at the last minute, as I was about to announce it, I don't know if that qualifies. I thought you were actually going to change your answer, but... Uh, no, I wasn't. I, I, yeah, I got saved by the game being right there. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, so I didn't know she did those other things as well. However, um, she co-designed her car for the Sonic game with Hot Wheels. Um, yeah. So she's one of the only characters that doesn't appear in the Japanese version. She's only in the Western version of the game. What? Oh, really? They, they took her out. What happens if you play online? I, I'm pretty sure uh, they might have uh, regional matchmaking. Yeah. There's other differences in uh, the Japanese and Western version, like uh, there's like their their equivalent of the Mario Kart banana peel is a no, split. It's a blowfish in mm-hmm. the uh, in the U.S. version, but in the Japanese version, they replaced it. Instead of it being a blowfish, it's a garbage pollo block. Oh, okay. Poyo Poyo. I have no cool. idea why they changed that, to be honest, but they did. Alrighty. I've got two more if you guys are uh, ready. Oh, all right, yeah, I'm ready. Play. All right, Sonic Taylor Porky Pie. Um... Uh, there recently, as of, uh, I think in 2018, there was some news released. It was a, um, long time rumor, but it was confirmed that a Sonic film was originally, uh, in conceptual development all the way back in June, 1997. Um, it was going to be released by Universal Pictures and was going to be directed by Robert, Robert Zemeckis. I'm pronouncing that correct. I think Robert Zemeckis. And as the story goes... Uh, Yuki Naka filed a lawsuit against Universal, which halted its development. Sonic was picked up 23 years later in 2020. There is no way. Hmm. I mean, I know that there... Well, maybe I don't know, but I think there were a lot of attempts to make Sonic movies in the 90s when the brand was at its hottest. Mm. But... This is 1997. As well, that so. that is true, which yeah, that is probably a bit of a low point for the brand. But I mean, I feel like I don't know. I'm I'm a full guess on this one. I don't think this one's true, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were mm-hmm. other Sonic movies because that's where the Sonic Bible came from. I thought right, and remember there was a Japanese anime movie, so you know. Yeah, that's true. Right, Yogi-ish. so you're both voting Porcupine. Yep, that is a porky of pies. Well, this is has some truths to it, but overall it is a porky pie. It is, however, a true story for the film Alvin and the Chipmunks, no! 2007. Oh my God, um, so there you go. The interesting little fact if you are a fan of Alvin and those little cuties. <laughs> Why is this a running joke? Forced meme. Force me. Okay. Those are the best ones. All right. Um, I, know, I know what we're doing next April Fools. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here's another one. Um, you know the loop-de-loop? Loop-de-loops yes. that you see in the Sonic world? Yep. Um, they're actually officially called corkscrews. Um, a lot of people don't know that, but it's true. What do you guys reckon? Mm, 
I feel like the corkscrews are the ones that, uh, like, uh, there's no good way for me to describe this. It's like the, the little spinning thing in, like, it, ah, there's, nah. You know those things in Sonic 2 that you kind of run through and they Yeah, they, they grab you like Metropolis and Death Egg Zone. Oh, that's Death Egg Zone, Sonic 3. But yeah, number two. Oh, no, no, Hydro Hydro City is really, or Hydrocity, as some people call it. But yeah, um, I think I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah, those weird things. I thought those were corkscrews and then the loop-de-loops are the, the loops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also thought a corkscrew was something a bit different. Okay. So votes, please. Uh, that is a porky pie. All right. Oh, Gast. Oh, I said nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay. Uh, nah, I'll take as a porky pie. This is, in fact, a Sonic tail. Really? The loopy loops are officially called corkscrews, but were only given the official name after Sonic Dash was released. Um, but people still call them loopy loops unofficially. Hold up, Sonic Dash, that's, like, really late in time, in terms of, like, Sonic yeah, releases. They haven't had official an official naming from Sega themselves until Sonic Dash. Really? Yes, I mean, there's probably a million different instances I can think of mm. that contradict uh, that, but I guess if they gave probably it an official Probably the fan base, though, name, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm sure, like the uh, the manuals and games or like promotional material could probably have referred to them as loop de loops. But if you're talking like on a brand level, then I probably yeah. that's strange. I thought these also, were the things when, were if you start like creating um, like toys and stuff that have the loop de loop, you're gonna have to probably create a name for it. Um, yeah. Side information: Did you guys see when I was in? Um, a Lego store, I sent you guys on Discord a photo of Sonic Lego, but it's only just officially got its release in Western countries, which was yeah. a weird thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, one of my friends posted that in my server or something like that. He was like really excited for it. <laughs> yeah, right? But I could have gone out and bought it myself ahead of time. Shame all the instructions would be in Korean. Don't Lego instructions not have language or like words? They're just pictures, right? Yeah, I was joking. I don't think Lego comes uh, with it. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I, it's been so long since I've built a Lego and, set and plus that it's I like, wouldn't be surprised. But it's also Sonic Lego. I mean, how complicated is it going to be? So, yeah, anyway. Whoosh. Um, here's my next one Sonic Taylor Porcupine. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog actually does have. Um, a game that is in Steam's top 100 of all time uh, in terms of its positive rating from user scores. Sonic oh, Tail or Porcupine. This is a Sonic... Uh, well, a top 100 of all time? Of all times in user ratings. Oh, I'd probably say Sonic Tail. It's plausible. Man, I don't mm. know. There were just so many good games out there. I'd say, yeah, sure. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Um, it is, in fact, a Sonic tale, but can you guys w- guess which Sonic game it is? The murderer like... Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah? Oh, yeah, you could be um, right. It's actually uh, ranked number 61, highest rated game of all time. It's uh, actually the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Hey! Yeah? I guess that's got a lot to do with the game being free. I mean, like... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Like people are not going to crap on a game that has so much effort and passion put into it, and it's decent, and it's I don't have to pay a cent for it. So, um, I mean, yeah, why give it a thumbs down? I mean, you could give it a thumbs down if you're a Sonic hater. If you're mean, oh, yeah. absolutely. You don't like Sonic. Okay. Um, okay, I'll give you um, one more. Um, did you know that there is a Sonic character that has only briefly appeared in canon? Um, this character was scrapped but reappeared in the Sonic Archie comics as a secret agent. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, look, there are a lot of scrapped characters that have appeared in the Sonic comics. Like, Honey has been in the IDW comics. Um, mm-hmm. I think Ashura is in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. JT, can you back me up on this? I don't read that many of the comics. I'm, I'm that's That is my one Sonic Week spot. So like oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. sounds really plausible, but also I can't. No, this really sounds think... absolutely true. Yeah. But also I can't really think of a character that it could be. The secret eight, I don't know. It could, it literally could be anything. I'm gonna say Sonic Tail because I know the Archie comics and they go weird and they probably grabbed from everything. Yeah. And sure. that this sounds exactly like something they would do. Yes, I will also yep. say Sonic Tail. Okay, well done. It's actually more surprising when you hear who it is. It is a Sonic tale, but we are talking about Madonna, who is Sonic's uh, love interest uh, officially in the first Sonic, but that idea was scrapped very quickly. Um, She re-emerged as Madonna Garnet, who was a G-U-N agent. If you spell out G-U-N, it spells gun, so very, very intelligent there on the writer's part there, making her a, a secret agent who conducts interrogations on other characters. Her design was done by Adam Bruce Thomas. So there you go. Yeah, you know what? She's was... in the comics? I didn't even know that. Crazy, right? I was thinking of Madonna, but yeah. Yeah. Like... Her design actually in the comics looks similar to the new Cammy uh, White design for Street Fighter 6, which I don't know if you two know about. It's a franchise that I'm heavily interested in. I, I, I am quite familiar oh. with Cammy. Ironically, it is very ironic. Oh no, it's not ironic. Oh my god, I was about to say something very, very dumb. I was going to say Madonna played Cammy White in the Street Fighter Two movie, but it's not. It's um, our Australian Kylie Minogue is the one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad I did say that, but I just admitted that I was going to say. So I don't think I have a leg to stand on. There you go. Thank you for playing Sonic Tales and Porky Pies outro we played sonic tales and porky pies oh how the time seems to fly yeah yeah all right and we're back (laughs) are we gonna move on to our sonic music discussion yes please explain what are the parameters of this Alright, so what we got here is each of us, I hope, has collected our top five Sonic soundtracks from any Sonic media, and uh, we have picked one favorite song from each soundtrack, and I guess we're just gonna... I feel like we should all go around and do our number fives, and then number fours, and then number threes, and then Mm. so on and so forth. I guess we could... Should we start with Honorable Mention? Um, 
any any Sonic songs or soundtracks that you didn't put on, but thought were pretty alright? Well, JT is going to flip his lid, but mm. I did not include Sonic Adventure 2 on my list. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm going to flip my lid too, because I didn't include it on my list either. <laughs> so, honorable mention, Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, Sonic Adventure 2 OST is incredible. I mean, realistically, our honorable mentions could be the entire series. Yeah. Um, yeah, my honorable mention didn't make my list was a, a different type of media. It's not actually a game, but it is, in fact, a Sonic Underground. No! Um, honorable mention, because I still sing that song, and that must mean it's left an impression on me, despite having never watched the, the show itself. The funny thing yeah. is, you're not even the only streamer that I watch who does that. Really? That's so bizarre. Yeah, who who bit else of, does that? Bitter Bits also jokes about it. I think it's pronounced Biter. <laughs> that's a, that's an in-joke for Norm's stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, great. Um, um, I've got, honorable mentions? I've got a handful of honorable mentions. Uh, I'll, one sentence per, per mention, obviously. Okay. Uh, Sonic the Fighters' is OST is really good. I like how it's very, like, energetic. Uh, Casino Night's a good song. Uh, Sonic Generations doesn't really have a lot of original music, but it's got a lot of really good remixes. I like City Escape Classic the most. That was a good one. Sonic R almost made it on the list, mm-hmm. but its soundtrack is a bit on the short department in terms of tracks, but I do like Work It Out the most. It's a bit, I like uh, Richard Jacques' Sonic sounds. And uh, Sonic R is probably his best work. Uh, Sonic Riders, that that game's OST is very unique. I like Sand Ruins a lot, but the rest of the OSTs is kind of eh. And then Sonic Advance 3. Um, I'm not really actually a big fan of the whole soundtrack as a whole, but I do like the Toy Kingdom, uh, the Toy Kingdom songs. And uh, my final honorable mention is uh, Sonic Underground for having the theme song of hey. Sonic Underground. <laughs> you know what? I knew it. I forgot to mention uh, Sonic Advance, so I'll also put that in my order of mentions. Sonic Advance is a really good OST. Yeah. Alright. Get those out of the way. Uh, who wants to get started with their number five? Well, Gus, I think you can start. Alright. <laughs> my number five is Sonic Heroes. Ooh. Alright. Um, a small mention, I totally forgot I played that game back in 2008, but um, yeah, please continue. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's from around that time. I think it's a 2003 release, isn't it? It is 2003. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to it very late then. I always say, so many good games come out in 2003. 20th anniversary this year, eh? Yeah, no. 2003 was a good year in video games. Absolutely. Yeah, and the Sonic Heroes soundtrack is just a lot of fun. And of course, shout out to Tobio Otani for making the best track on the OST. Which we previously discussed. <laughs> what song? Nice. Hank Castle. Oh, Hank Castle. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. Wait, what, would you count the the regular version of that song or the like upside down version? I mean, they're of that both song? really good, but I feel like I prefer. Out of context, I think I prefer the regular side, but the reverse side is also quite good. It's a very like funky jam. We'll admit. Yeah. All right. All right. 
next one uh i'll go i my uh number five on my list is actually uh you've already mentioned this it's sonic uh generations pretty much for the same reasons that you couldn't include it it obviously has so many callbacks to old soundtracks that i really loved when i was a young kid um but there's something nice and fresh it's kind of like going back to like um if you guys remember those like there were lots of websites that were like remixing old bit crushed songs and like old soundtracks yeah. from games oc remix right i think that's what it was no, i love yeah. oc remix yeah so it's it just feels like jumping into a game that has a bunch of uh oc remix stuff into it so um you'll probably see the connection to the rest of my list but sonic generations um even just like the basic tracks like the green hill zone track it's got like a new like kind of beat and percussion in the background yeah 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 like yeah um it's, it's gorgeous yeah and so um i am probably gonna like stream generations and mania soon and i'm gonna have a ball just listening to the soundtrack so very good uh, yeah make sure to let me know when you do that i will i will absolutely try to be there wonderful um and the uh, the ost i wanted to mention uh one of the tracks that i really really like from generations um going down the list quickly so i can find it um i think it's just like a roof rooftop run oh uh, uh, yes that i really like so yeah that's my mention from the soundtrack one that really sticks with me it's got this nice like um i think it's just violin and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 old and new very well together so i really like that fusion uh great which, piece uh, of music. which which rooftop run there's the classic version and then there's the modern version um classic act one yeah that's that that's that's such a good song yeah there you go oh, I love that <laughs> yeah song. very cheerful that's my favorite too it yeah it's so cheerful it makes me think a little bit just a little bit about sonic boom you know it's got like this like there's like this old feeling you know like it's kind of out of place for where it is but i don't know i enjoy it yeah Oh uh, no, I love I love uh, Rooftop Run Classic. A lot of the classic songs in Sonic Generations is OST are so good. Yeah. yeah. I completely forgot about Generations actually, but that does have a great soundtrack. Yeah. Absolutely. Um All Act right. Two is also quite good, but you know, I have if I had to pick one it would be Act One, so Yeah. For sure. I actually I completely forgot about the soundtrack to Sonic Unleashed. It's a decent soundtrack, but it's got some jams, yeah. It's got a couple of jams, but I guess as an as a overall whole, it's just eh on my end. Got a lot of vibes, especially like the night the night level songs. Like, anyways, that's that, that's another honorable mention. My number five, um, would be Sonic Colors, which mm. is kind of funny because I don't really like that game itself, but when it comes to the soundtrack. Pretty much, I like every song on the OST. Well, that's not like cutscene music, obviously. But pretty much every song on the OST is good. And there's not a lot of Sonic games that have that. The only Sonic song I don't remember that well from Colors is Asteroid Coaster. But all the other ones, bangers. Just They got, they got such, like, uh, Tropical Resort's good. Uh, sweet. I forgot the name of that sweet mountain, right? The the one with the brass. That one's good. 
My overall favorite, I mean, Planet Wisp is also mm. yeah, iconic. Yeah, iconic. But my overall favorite uh, is going to not really be a probably a very surprising pick, but my overall favorite song from Sonic Colors is uh, Aquarium Park because it's just like, ah, oh, man. Like, it just opens, like, really strongly, and then it goes into this, like, really smooth, like, piano section there's like this really like fast like breakbeat in the background and ah it's so good i love i love sonic colors's soundtrack even like the remixed songs for uh colors ultimate weren't the worst i think i prefer the original soundtrack more to the uh the remastered tracks but ah i love the soundtrack for sonic colors it's probably the best thing from that game yeah. You're going to see that a lot in my list. It's just, ah, the, the soundtrack was the best part of that game. Yeah, I love Sonic Colors, and I just completely forgot until you mentioned it that it has such a great soundtrack. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, good guitar riffs in the Sonic Colors soundtrack that I think is quite nice. Um, and the Aquarium Park, the yeah. your favorite in there is, like, it's got like an Indian like in the middle of it. That sounds really sick. So yeah. um, I think the way that they incorporated like instruments into that soundtrack is pretty cool. It's also just such a cool stage too. Sonic Colors' vibes, its aesthetics are awesome. Its gameplay is not. What was the, the drowning song in, in Sonic Colors? I, I think that has some infamy, infamy behind it too. Well, isn't the drowning song in every Sonic game kind of the same? It's always just the. It's always like, well, my class, yeah. And just keep going. Oh, it is. It's just orchestrated in colors. Yeah, I think they just orchestrated it. Extra frustrating, I feel. I don't want to hear an orchestrated version of that. Good. Okay. All right, number four. August, you're up. Okay. My, uh,. I mentioned on the uh, preamble that uh, I had to knock almost all of the classic games off my list. Uh, but number four is the only classic game on my list. It's Sonic 2. Ooh, all right. nice. Yeah, I mean, Sonic CD is great at all, but like, I feel like the Japanese soundtrack is just too weird to really listen to outside of the game. Uh, mm. Although I have done so quite a few times. Um, yeah, and Sonic 3 has some bangers. Sonic 2, though, I think has the most bangers. Interesting. Yeah. Like, there's so is really good. There's Mystic Cave, Hilltop, hmm. uh, Metropolis. Like, I think Mystic Cave is the standout for me, but you would say, like, pretty much any zone on the soundtrack is good. Sonic 2 Even soundtrack the is ending, classic. I remember very well. Like, you know when Sonic's falling? Dun, 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 and, like, Tail comes and picks him up. Like, there's lots of good stuff in that soundtrack. Norm. That actually Norm. reminds me. Mm -hmm. um, because the composer for Sonic 1 and Sonic 2, I believe his name is Masato Nakamura, um, he is part of the Japanese band Dreams Come True. And if I recall correctly, I don't know what song it is because I'm not really a big Dreams Come True listener, but he does have a song where it's basically the same tune as the Sonic 2 ending. Oh, really? What's it called? 
let me look it up. I thought you were going to say, hey, Norm, you know Masato Nakamura? I think you look like him. And I was going to be like, what? Because as soon as like I had pulled up an image, like he's got like spiky black hair. I was like, oh, that's not the, that's not the factoid. Thank you. Um, I think the song is called Sweet Dream? Maybe Sweet, Sweet Dreams. Dreams. So, um, he does the soundtrack. And obviously, like, his other works would probably, like, bleed into the Sonic soundtrack. Um, but, yeah, I can hear it right now. The first part actually sounded like Death Egg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, I'll probably listen to a couple of his songs a little bit later. That's very good to know. Give yeah, me some throwbacks. Pretty popular band. Um, what What would be your honorable mention top pick from Sonic the Hedgehog 2, August? Uh, I mean, like, pretty much all of them. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. What, do we have to do honorable within our picks now? Well, like, for for me, because I, I, I still sing this song. You know how I'm weird like that? But I still will sing the supersonic, like... And, like, it's just when I want to run. <laughs> In fact, it's probably on my gym playlist. I'll have to go back. But, like, I listen... When I'm running, um, I listen to video game music, so... Um, I'm pretty sure it's on that track, but oh, that's right. that's uh, my favorite. Well, look, I probably. said Mr. Cave was my favorite, but now yeah. I looked at it, actually, that's not true at all. My favorite is Oil Ocean. Oil Ocean, yeah. So yeah, I guess that could be my honorable mention. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, cool. Um, well, my number four is uh, a bit of a curveball. Um, it's connected to something that I said just before about still singing the song, um, oddly, because I'm like that. And it, my pick for number four is, in fact, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, very often, perhaps once a day, I'll just go, and like it just, not only is that like intro forever branded into my brain, the Robotnik theme, I don't know if you guys know about it, Yes. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Like, it's just so memorable. And despite it being a rather subpar quality series, the soundtrack really yeah. sticks out for me. And even just, like, the little tunes that come in with, like, Scratch and Grounder. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's, like, a very um, nostalgic um, soundtrack that I still remember even today. Well, there's that part in the opening where they just sample uh, he call of the Mountain King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And I think it sounds so badass, by the way. I love it endlessly. Weird fact about this, since I'm on this, the music, I was, I feel it very hard to, like, synchronize that Sonic intro with the actual Sonic game intro. Every though, every though, ah, even though... Everyone else in the world seems to be able to hear Sonic in that intro. I can't really hear it, so I don't know what's wrong with me. Cool story. Yeah. I found, a, I found a live performance of... The song's actually not called Sweet Dream. It's called Sweet, Sweet, Sweet. And uh, that's like a live performance of the, uh, the song from Dreams Come True. Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's my number four. How about you, JT? 
My number four is the soundtrack to Sonic Rush. Uh, that's another oh, game. That's good, yeah. That's another game that's not the biggest fan of the gameplay, but the soundtrack is phenomenal. It's got our our uh, our man, the myth, the legend, the Family Guy funny moment himself, Hideki Naganuma, behind the composer's seat. And I guess he's sitting in the composer's seat. It's not whatever. Anyways, um, and his music for that game is just as good as any of his other work. It's really, really good. I agree. I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of Hideki Naganuma's music. Um, he's just got that very sample laden funk vibe to it, and I like it a lot. And my favorite song from the Sonic Rush OST is definitely uh, Velanova, which is the song that plays when you fight Blaze. And, um, yes! Yep, 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 yep. Uh, it's just got this, it's just got this bumping little beat behind it. I also like the, the song that plays in the third, uh, the third world. I think it's called Ethno Circus. Um, and it's like the, it's the Egypt stage song, and it's just got this, I just really like the way that they use the samples, and just, it's Hideki Naganuma music, it's good, it's bass. Yeah, it's good. I quite like uh, What You Need. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's such a good, that's such a good song too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how the, uh. The soundtrack, the actual CD soundtrack for Sonic Rush, just has the actually like digitally remade versions of most of the songs. Because yeah, I definitely think that the the DS's sound chip and the audio compression does not yeah. let Sonic Rush's like music sing as hard as it as it can. Yeah, it's really good. So like if this one plays in the Eggman bass, the one that we're talking about, what you need. And yeah, 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 I think yeah. it's got something to do with the compression. Despite that compression, like you can get some fairly solid sounding like string instruments and stuff on the on the console itself. So yeah, I don't know what's yeah, going yeah. on there. Yeah, what you need is one of my favorites as well. I like yeah, I, lo- I like the the sample. The, you don't stop, you proceed because this is what you need. <laughs> Very good. So good. Nice. All right, I think we're up to number threes. Yep. Well, guess take the wheel. Okay. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> yeah, why? My number three is Sonic and the Secret Rings. No, that's not even a bad soundtrack. That's actually. It's really repetitive, but I don't know just something about it. Just a jab. Like... Oh yeah, no, it is. No, I agree. I have to look up the track list though, because I don't remember like any of the tracks. I mean, just. Well, which one? Which one? Which one's the most memorable? They all have strange names too, like the palace that was found. The palace that like was that. found. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's have a look. Oh, it's on Spotify. Great. Okay, let's have a look here. Uh, let the speed bend it. Classic. Uh, Classic. Oh, uh, I'm gonna have to listen to this again because I don't remember like half of those songs, these songs, anymore. I think Hired Broken was a good one. Uh, I'm just gonna happen to this again later, and then put my favorite in the uh, in the track in the uh, 
But just spitballing it. If you had to pick, just pick one, one, one favorite. Uh, well, I remember Palace that was found being good. I don't really remember all these songs like no together these days. So I'll just, I'll just that one. All right. Well, then I have the question: Do you really know who's gonna rock the place? Who's gonna rock the place? No, I actually agree. It's not on my top five, but Sonic and the Secret Rings is another Sonic game I feel like goes in that that surprisingly large category of the game is kind of bad, but the music is amazing. So he almost redeems the game. Norm, do you have anything Norm. to say about this? Yeah, have you have you have you heard the Sonic and the Secret Rings OST? Uh, no, I do not know anything about it at all. Oh, Give me really? A, is it like so? When I think about like. Uh, that time has it got a lot of that like Japanese like soft rock kind of feeling to no, it? Or it's not? completely oh, no. different. It's got it's got like here wait 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 I mean it's got because it's it it's a it's Sonic the Super Rings. It takes place in the Arabian Nights, so it's got that kind of style oh, okay. of like vibe to it. I I don't know the names of the instruments, but they use like more instruments from that area and uh oh it's 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 it goes hard it's awesome is it lots of lyrics yeah yeah like uh yeah listen to what what whole guys just posted yeah all right but there's the lyrics don't really matter it's sort of like sonic rush where they basically use like samples it's so good are we all just listening to sonic and the secret rings music it's got a lot of guitar in it Oh, but I think I found the one you were talking about. I will say, I spent a lot of time listening to this when I was, uh, like, a teenager, so... I listened to the Sonic and the Secret Rings OST a lot as well. Again, probably the best part of that game was the soundtrack. Sounds good. Sounds very much in that, um, that, like, mid-2000s era Sonic soundtrack, so... Yeah. With like a, it's right. like it's like it's like a traditional Sonic soundtrack, but with like with a little bit of an Arabian like twist. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, we're on to number three. Can on, I, uh, you are, yeah. Number three. All right. Turn. So, uh, number three. This gets very cliched because it's basically all of the media from when you know Sonic was at his peak, and I was like playing him like hours every day. So, um previously mentioned here's our first crossover title from Holgar's lists i have chosen sonic the hedgehog 2 um very similar to Holgar's, like oh my god so many memorable beats um but i think you know as i already mentioned i still sing the whole turning supersonic one but also the um the special stage i want to give a special mention to the dun 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 dun, dun. like that's just awesome and yeah I, some of my other favorites um, from the soundtracks, probably just so even some of the slower stuff, like Death Egg, the ending theme. Um, Mystic Cave is really good as well. But I really like... Um, I sometimes mix up Casino Night um, with Carnival Night Zone. <laughs> That's like some two that I get confused quite. And I'm like, which one is it? But of course... Um, as would be many fanboys' picks for this one, um, Chemical Plant Zone um, is probably the the number one pick I would have uh, for that. So, yeah, for reasons of me still singing the soundtrack now and then and 
it forever imprinted in my head. I have to do Sonic 2. I think it's really great. What what I want to make a brief mention to is like how different the feeling is. Like whole guys kind of mentioned this, how different the soundtrack is between 2 and 3. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, great track. Uh, even, okay, like, I wanted to make this last mention. Just even the intro with the stars on the title, like, yeah. you know, like that little lead in is really cool. So, yeah. I just I love everything about this soundtrack. I mean, I feel like the difference in uh, soundtracks from Sonic 2 to Sonic 3 just probably comes from the, the drastic change in composers. Yeah, because, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, no, I agree. Sonic 2's soundtrack. Incredible. Oh, I've already mentioned this before, but I'll bring it up again. Um, when I was a little boy running around the playground, I used to sing the um, Super Sonic theme as I would often play Sonic himself and my best friend would play Tails. So, yeah. <laughs> well, very cringe, Dorb. Thank you for sharing. Yep. Well, it's not cringe at all. I, Pretending to be I Sonic is not cringe. I definitely did not do the same thing. It's <laughs> not cringe. I got one um, more cringy thing Sonic related. Um, when I used to play Sonic 2 with my friend, he used to insist... He would very much insist that we voice the characters. And we were even a bit too old to be doing this. But he was like, like come on, I'll be Tails. Like, come on, Tails, let's get moving. Wow, you better jump over this one. Oh, wait up, son. So he would force me to do it. And I think even until we were like something like 12 years old, we were too old to be doing it, but he just liked doing it. So there's the extra cringe cherry on top. That that whoever that kid was, he he would have grown up to be an incredible live streamer, probably. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Oh, actually, yeah. the one thing I did want to add about Sonic Two soundtrack, um, my spicy spicy hot take. It's not really actually that spicy anymore. But when I was a kid, I actually didn't like Chemical Plants song that much. Ooh. Yeah. Must have been over. Was it because you were oversaturated with it? Because like everyone played it in like any Sonic video that was out at the time. I've used well, it in a Power Ranger video that I've used, that I've well, made actually, before. Well, actually, it wasn't even because it was overused, because this was, like, when I was so little, like, I didn't even watch anything else Sonic related. Like, this was just me being a kid. Mm. Maybe it was just because I kept dying there, and the, the song was just related to the negative. Oh, part. yeah. All my runs There was a weird there. difficulty spike in that on that stage as well, so I know what you're talking about. So maybe it was that, but I always liked the music for the, the stages surrounding it. Emerald Hill and Aquatic Ruin, a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For my number three, um, I also have a. It's not Sonic Two, but I also have a classic Sonic game. This is actually no. There's another classic Sonic game on here. Um, but it is, uh, unsurprisingly, the Japanese Sonic CD soundtrack i would say the sonic cd soundtrack as a whole but i know if i said that you people everyone would be like well which one the u.s or japanese one right um, you'll have to tell me about this because i've only played the um the english one so um so the japanese uh sonic cd is very it's very like late 80s early 90s like club slash house music inspired they i think they they really took inspirations from that scene and 
all of the all of the songs just have this this energy to them. Uh, Collision Chaos has just got this like I think Collision Chaos counts as New Jack Swing, but I'm not good at subgenres, so I won't say anything definitively. And uh, everyone loves uh, Stardust Speedway, obviously. Yeah, right. Um, but my personal favorite in the soundtrack would probably go to Quartz Quadrant. Mostly because it's mostly because like there's like this this it like it 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 has like this really fast paced section and it builds up and it keeps building up and then it just releases it into like this section where like there's this guitar playing and like this like sounds like an accordion and it's just like it's just smooth it's just ah oh, I love that I love that release and it just sounds incredible and then there's also the good future version which focuses more on that particular vibe and uh oh, i love it i love quartz quadrant the Sonic special TV's... stage is actually pretty cool too oh yes absolutely um, very 90s with this little like triangle sound ding ding and like i don't know it just feels extra extra japanese like some of the soft rock style like non really, non aggressive music that was coming out at the time. I really like the the beginning part of the special stage in Sonic C D because it's like it just hits you immediately with just this like this breakdown goes like do 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 Yeah yeah and then the and then it just and then the drums future. come in and then and then you're just like oh awesome. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah I've listened to it a lot and I've the the American is definitely more conventional, excluding the uh, Irish boss theme. <laughs> yeah, no, I like the U.S. soundtrack equally as much, but um, I feel like when it comes to outstanding standout uh, songs, the Japanese soundtrack has just a couple songs that if you just play, you're just like, woo, woo, it's nice. And either way, both versions have the same past music, so. They got that in common. So outstanding, standout, standing ovation uh, soundtrack. Yeah. That's the review from JT. That is. Nice. Exactly. I, I love Sonic Boom, by the way. Like, um, oh, As yes. a kid, I would put the Sonic CD and just extract the intro and just have that on loop. Because <laughs> there's like a guitar riff in there that I absolutely love when it... He starts jumping on the rocks to get to the Death Egg, um, and oh, as even as a kid, I thought like the lyrics are pretty cheesy, but I'm into this. So yeah, very much of oh yeah, and like the ending in English has like a slow version of Sonic Boom, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 ending, yeah, or it's like acoustic. Mm. It's the extended version of that because it's, it's um I think Sonic CD was in that weird time where like. It wasn't quite Sonic Two because of when it was made, so yeah, um, it was it was more classic Sonic One than it was Sonic Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they made a that for the U.S. version of Sonic CD. There was like a, um, I don't know, supplementary album that they made, or I don't know if it was supplementary to the game, but there was a uh, album that was released for um, Sonic CD in America, and it was called Sonic Boom. 
and it had a bunch of music from and a bunch of extended music from the U.S. version of Sonic CD, as well as some like uh, remixes of the music from Sonic Spinball, and nice. that. That that album has an extended. Spinball, yeah, nice. That, that that album has an extended version of the ending version of Sonic Boom, and what I really like about that version is it like has this really long instrumental, uh, acoustic so like part at the end. I don't know. It feels it, it's it's a very nice feeling song. Okay. And then the Japanese version actually also had its own supplementary album. I think it was just called Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, but that one wasn't really like remixes and it was more just like unique new songs that just had the same spirit and by the same composers. Yeah. So like who composes this one, by the way, Sonic CD? Uh, the Japanese composers, I don't remember their names. Let me look it up. I know that there's a, now, okay. Naofumi Hataya and Masafumi Ogata. Um, oh. were were the uh, two composers for? Sonic I'm just wondering if like um, how many of the original like early '90s games had the same composers or not. But yeah, the only I believe the only one with the same composers for each is Sonic One and Two, being our boy uh, Masato Nakamura. So in the English one, um, very generic. We've got. <laughs> The American version composed by Spencer Nielsen and David Young. It feels very weird to see like Sonic games with like um, American composers. It just feels a bit. I expect some like Japanese name that's very hard to pronounce. But um, I there you believe go. Spencer Nielsen. I want to say he also did the soundtrack for the Sega CD version of Echo the Dolphin. And... Oh. That the Sega CD version of Echo the Dolphin has a very vibing um, soundtrack. It's very You're correct. It's Echo, Songs of Time, and Tides of Time. Yeah. So, um, nice I, it's like a oh, and the original. Jesus, all right. Yeah. Um, he's he's quite a bit of a prolific uh, composer for Sega from that specific time period. Nice. He made he made a lot of good he made a lot of good music. Ah, uh, well, mm, we're on to number two. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Full guess this is number two. Okay. Oh, honorable mention to mention again the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog because I've completely forgotten about it already. But that was a great uh, soundtrack. That was all right. Too new. <laughs> My number two is Sonic OVA. Oh, oh yes. really? We still haven't got an official soundtrack release. <laughs> we haven't, but we got the next best thing. No, we've got the remastered soundtrack, which is fine. I mean, wasn't the remastered soundtrack, like, straight up remastered from the demo tapes? Right? Because, yeah, I remember a couple, I want to say a couple years ago, like 2021 or 2020 or Somewhere between 2019 to 2021, because those years just blend together. Um, they found like the actual demo reel tape for the Sonic OVA, and they had all the music without any of like the dialogue or anything, and just in one straight cut. And yeah, I think that's that's the closest thing to a soundtrack we'll ever get. But it is very good. 
I agree. So I, I honestly thought like, oh, well, I can't, I obviously can't remember anything from that. And then I instantly pulled up um, the OST look alike. And yeah. then I was like, oh my God, I do know the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think this would have been when I discovered like MP3s or a thing. And I'm pretty sure I, I heard this many, many times on my MP3 list. Yeah, look alike, fantastic track, but my all-time favorite has to be South Island. Yeah, okay, I was gonna, I was right about to mention it. It's so good, so iconic. I love South Island. Ah. Now I'm just trying. Oh, to find that my... jazzy, yeah. Now I'm just trying to find which one of these is the actual remastered version. Of... <laughs> Because if I just looked up remastered, there's a couple of different ones, and I can't tell without looking into it and then, like, ruining the recording. So I'll look into it later. God, the soundtrack is so good. Yeah, it just really sucks that we never got an official release of the soundtrack, because it's so good. Yeah. And for ages, we had to deal with, like, the version ripped from the movie with, like, sound effects and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hyper Metal appearing in this movie is very Terminator-esque, by the way. Oh, if you yeah. can hear that. It, it sounds like it's ripped from Terminator 2. He's like barely in the movie, but it's so good. Like, so cool. Alright. Norm, what's your, uh, what's your number two? Number two, um... I really didn't know if I was going to put this as number one or number two. Um, however, um, it's landed in second place. My f- very, very hard to put this at number one or number two, but I have in fact chosen uh, Sonic and Knuckles as my second choice. Again, very much like my childhood games that I was playing, but um, I absolutely love um, my honorable mention is Flying Battery Zone. And I think it's actually Act Two, the one that I really like. It's got this like kind of rhythmic, almost like galloping attitude to it, and it just gave me it got me so hyped playing that stage as well, just like how how cool it is and like it, the the music just seems to match the actions as well as you play through um, yeah Sonic and knuckles, I actually liked it more than the Sonic three soundtrack actually um it just i i of all of the classic Sonic games, the ones that I played the most was Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and the Sonic and Knuckles music overrides the Sonic 3 yeah. soundtrack when you put it in. Um, but, you know, there's so many, like even like Doomsday Zone, the Death Egg um, music and that, just just so many great beats. Um, but, yeah, my, my number one pick has got to be Flying Battery Zone. You'd, over, like I think it's every like two or three years I will look up like what? What have remixes done with Flying Battery Zone, and how can I put that onto my gym playlist when I'm running? Like I get so hyped listening to that song. So, um, yeah, that's going to be my number two. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with, uh, liking Sonic and Knuckles' soundtrack more than Sonic Three. I'm more of a Sonic Three kind of guy. But I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Um. Sonic and Knuckles' soundtrack is still pretty good. Um, yeah. Pretty good. Um, so for my number two, uh, I actually literally last second just swapped my one and two. 
because these are very <laughs> interchangeable. And I was like, wait, actually, yeah. Um, so for my number two is another another soundtrack that I feel is very similar to Sonic Colors in that it's very hard for me to find a song I don't like in it. And uh, that would be Sonic Heroes. I know we're, we're kind of... Uh, Holgas has already uh, mentioned it in her number five, but I really like the soundtrack for Sonic Heroes. Pretty much every... I would say every song in that game I really enjoy with kind of the exception of uh, Frog Forest and like the like the, the jungle level, mostly because those are more atmospheric than actually like rhythmic or uh, melodic. But um, I mean, I like friggin' uh, Seaside Hill and uh, Ocean Palace are fantastic. Grand Metropolis and Power Plant are so good. Casino Night and Bingo Highway are so good. Uh, I love Bullet Station, Rail Canyon. Uh, I would say, though, ah, my all-time favorite would probably be split between either Mystic Mansion, because that is also just an absolute vibe. It just has the... It's got the, the, the loud bells at the beginning and, like, this super bassy, like, uh, stuff it's got going on. And then, like, the whole... There's, like, a, a synth break in the middle. And, uh... Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. And then the other one that I feel like would be tied with it would be Egg Emperor's um, battle song. Because, especially, like, you listen to that song, the drum fill at the very beginning, where it's just this guy going... Um... And yeah, you're like I didn't know I was listening to Metallica. <laughs> yeah, and then and then this like this really hard like this that's absolutely my boy June Sinoe uh, going yeah. off on the guitar. Um, when it gets and... into the guitar, it very much reminds me of like Mega Man X. Oh, dude, the the Egg Emperor song is so good. And also, it's again, really shout outs to Sonic Heroes' use of vocal themes. Um, I really like the intro song, the Sonic Heroes. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I like that, and, I mean, it is cheesy, but I really enjoy it. Um, but the real shoutouts would be, um, Team Chaotix's vocal theme mm. is very funky. I love it. And the other one that I really, really like is, I love Team Dark's theme, This Machine. It's so, <laughs> it's so grungy, it's so edgy. It was pretty much the edgiest song in the Sonic series until, like, Infinite's theme came up. Hang on, what about Shadow? I'd say say this machine is even edgier than, like, I Am All of Me, honestly. (laughs) Just because, like, like, the lyrics is like, we all danced in fire, trapped in this machine. Don't know how long we've waited as the Eggman watches. It's like, ah... It's it sounds so edgy. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Team Chaotix is really good. When that starts up, it's it sounds a bit like Sonic Three and Knuckles Doomsday Zone. Yeah, um, like it just is like dunno dunno dunno. But um, yeah, I dig it. I like the soundtrack. I like how at the end they were they were probably going to say like uh, the end of Team Chaotix's theme. They just say they're gonna kick your. And then, and then a gong hits, and they just, Team Chaotix! It's like, what are they going to say? 
ass. I think they're going to kick your grass. That's a line from Pokemon in the PokeRap. It's weird uh, how like we have to make these <laughs> expressions like child appropriate. <laughs> like what? Uh, what could it have been? Kick yeah. your face. And then Team Sonic and uh, Team Rose's vocal themes are solid enough, but not as good as the other two, in my opinion. Although I do like mm-hmm. the infectious positivity of, uh, I think We Can is uh, Team Sonic's theme. It's very, very positive. And then Amy's. <laughs> do it. Um, Team Rose's theme is very much more just like a. Uh, I don't know. It's all right. But yeah, Sonic Heroes. Basically, the whole soundtrack is phenomenal. Even like that cutscene music goes hard. One of my favorite soundtracks in all of, in all of gaming. It's a uh, it's made two appearances now on our lists. Yeah, it's it's that good. Nice. All right, now for the grand finale, the number ones. Oh, well, guest, would you like to would you like to lead? Well, this was a no brainer. My number one is Sonic Rush. There's <laughs> another second timer. Yeah, I mean, just love Naganuma stuff. It's crazy. It's super jazzy. Just good fun. What, what, what would your, your your favorite song from it be? Uh, I'm going to have to go pull it up again. Hang on. <laughs> pull it up again. Yeah, I also because... really like JJ Rocket is another really JJ good Rocket's one from that OSB. Yeah, hang on. Uh... Back to back. Back to back. Uh, dude, I remember it's when. Probably what you need. Yeah. Yeah, because I know yeah. you mentioned that. I'm like, yep, that one's good. Uh, wrapped in black. Yeah, that was my wasn't pick. Mentioned for some reason. Uh. All right, song. Yeah. I mean, like the entire, the entire. Oh, metal scratching is my favorite. Yeah, part two. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. So it's like it just straight. It's off the bat. Just dun, 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 bum, 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 bum. the whole yeah. The, the whole track is really really great. I'm surprised what they could do on technology at that time. You know, it, it's it, like as I mentioned before. It's like I think it's the perfect blend of new and old. And uh, yeah, big fan. Also, I like I um, the chance one time to do a remaster. <laughs> Yeah. Because like full fidelity, like with the uh the Jet Set soundtrack and stuff like that for this soundtrack would be so good. Yeah, now, we have been talking about soundtracks that are edgy, but there is literally a track, Get Edgy, Get which edgy. um <laughs> I kinda like it. Gives me vibes <laughs> of like Death Egg. Isn't Get Edgy the song from Altitude Limit? The one where it's like, do 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 do. Yeah, you gotta land on the rail and boost away, right? Yeah. I remember my brother, um, he bought himself a very expensive pair of like high grade Sennheiser headphones. And he brought them over one day and he was like dude you gotta listen to these and like i remember the song i was like listening to a lot of stuff and it does make things sound really nice but the the one song um that i felt really sounded amazing on those was jj rocket from sonic rush i was like oh those headphones were too good i literally couldn't go back to my old ones like that same day i had to like wait i forgot what the uh the good ones sounded like 
Yeah, once you got a good set of um, headphones, you really can't go back to old stuff. I know. Like, I, I need it for my work, but I've got, like, $200 headphones, and then, like, you just can't go back to cheap stuff. Like, I before yeah. buying these, I used to buy, like, $20 earphones, and they just don't make the cut anymore. Nah, it is absolutely, like, uh, opening Pandora's box. And honestly, all of the tracks that we've listened to, like, I've sampled them as we mentioned them, and they all sound incredible, and... I don't think it's just the headphones. Like, I think you guys have had, like, really cool picks. All right. Norm, what would your number one be? All right. Um, my number one, if I remember the rules, uh, my number one um, media OST uh, is, in fact, Alvin and the Chipmunks, 2007. Oh, oh, my God. Uh, oh wait. Right, hold on. Wrong list. Let me just go back here. Um I honestly just realized, like, I, I don't have a, I don't have a number one. <laughs> but did you I actually write Alvin and the Chipmunks for yours? <laughs> no, I just, I just improv that. Um, I, on my list, I realized I totally, like, mucked up the order and everything. It turns out Sonic 3, uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is actually my top pick. So for the bonus content, if I went backwards, the one, the track I didn't include was actually Sonic 3. It has to be in there, absolutely. Right. Um, so, yeah, I just have to put it in there because, like, I know the whole OST. It's really great. Even, like, um, like uh, some of the themes with, like, Knuckles showing up and stuff, very different, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic 3. Um, yeah. It's got this... The, yeah, the, the what's really <laughs> sad about the Sonic 3 soundtrack is, like, you'll never hear those songs again once you put it into Sonic and Knuckles which I think has to be mentioned. Like, if anyone uh, doesn't know that, because you, you would just assume that it's, like, included in that cartridge combination. Sonic 3 has some, like, isolated songs that are not in Sonic & Knuckles that are really, really good as well. Um, so my honorable mention for Sonic 3... Um, uh, oh, so, so passing thing. I want to say what never gets a mention for the Sonic 3 sa soundtrack is the versus stages. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes! Yeah, yes! they're never mentioned, and they're so good. <laughs> they're so good! Yeah. Uh, so I just want to make... And they're, like, they're almost locked away because no one really plays the verses in Sonic 3, right? I play um, the verses a little bit. Yeah, exactly. A little bit, that's what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, so the Sonic 3... I. If you put me on the spot, um, what's my favorite? It's quite difficult, but I am going to say I really love the intro. But also, like, Ice Cap Zone. Um, Classic. I might have to swap my mum, my number one and my number two because I just realized that um, uh, Flying Battery Zone is part of the Sonic 3 soundtrack. So No, it's not like, it's not, that's not cool. That's not like a Knuckles. Is it? Or oh, someone's Did obviously it? made a mistake here. Yeah. Oh, because it's a second in Sonic and Others. It's a second stage, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but also think about like Carnival Night, uh, Ice Cap Zone, Launch Base. Um, those are all really good. The one that, the only of the whole soundtrack that I can't like imitate off the top of my head, not that I can imitate any of them very well. I can't off the top of my head remember Hydro City's music, even though it's super really? iconic. I can't think of it right now. That's the only one that eluded, eludes me at the moment. 
Oh man, um, my my favorite song in the entire Sonic Three soundtrack is uh, Hydrocity Act. Yeah, a lot of people love it, right? Good. I also like Launch Base. Launch Base, yeah, really good. I think Launch Base is different once you put in Sonic and Knuckles. Is that right? Do you guys know? No, that's the yeah, it does have a different version, but that's only if you're playing Sonic Origins or if you're playing the PC version. Oh, okay. that was the beta track. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess like weird way to compile my list. Maybe I should put Sonic Three as number one. So no, no, no. They're both number one. Sonic yeah, Three and Knuckles go. is two games, so it takes two spots. Number two and number one. Yeah, very good. Um, the only one song that I felt was always felt as a kid that it was out of place was the stage select. It's like dun 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 dun. Oh, that's the vibe though. I was like, yeah, it's good, but I was like, it just always felt out of place. Like, why are we suddenly like Caribbean style music? Why is it out <laughs> like, of it place? Just... It's like uh, the Angel Island theme. Yeah, I don't know why I always felt that way about it, but that's my own interpretation anyway. Sonic Three, baby. Oh yeah, and I'm sure everyone's talked about this to death, but the whole um, Michael Jackson beats in the soundtrack legendaries the little whoo and like all those little things like remnants of that failed collaboration between Sega and michael jackson like that that adds an extra flavor to it's like just in that time capsule um but yeah legendary uh game and soundtrack so there you go oh oh, uh, i'll briefly mention i do not like the supersonic music as much as i like it in number two um it's just not as iconic to me but yeah yeah. uh also the only thing i could really add is there are um fan mods for sonic 3 there is Mm -hmm. a fan mod called sonic 3 complete on the actual like sega and then there's also a fan remake of the game called sonic 3 angel island revisited that adds like widescreen and like but the one thing about those games is they actually both have options to toggle between uh, having the Sonic 3 songs that would normally get overwritten by Sonic & Knuckles if you want to just maintain the yeah, old Sonic right. 3 songs, even in like okay. the Sonic & Knuckles content. That's like that's like a specific yeah. option for the, people, for the people like us that are like, yeah, wait, huh, why, why do these songs go away if you want to yeah. keep them? Yeah, because like like one that immediately comes to mind is like the mini boss. Um, yeah, music lost, right. Yeah, come on. Yeah, absolutely. And is the boss is the boss theme different between three yes. and Sonic and Knuckles? Yeah. Yeah. I remember it being weird for Sonic Three. What does it can can anyone imitate what it sounds like? So like there was a thing in Sonic Three, or was maybe it was the other way around, where if you were almost drowned in the uh, Hydro City boss, mini boss, and then came back up, it would swap to the other theme. Oh, really? really? That's interesting. JT, oh, That's I thought you would remember that. I know. That's the first I've heard it. Okay, let me see if I can look this up. To fill the time, I will sing my favorite tunes from the game. Let's go, Sonic Acapella Group. And we're back. <laughs> I looked it up, and there's a video called Famous Hydrocity Mini Boss Music Glitch. 
I actually made a joke earlier when I said some people pronounce it hydrosity, <laughs> but you actually do. Well, yeah, both of us do. Like, cause I was gonna <laughs> say something, and then JT said hydrosity. I'm like, okay, hydrosity. Really? So we both get like kind of passionate about this. This is one of the things that doesn't really matter, but people get so impassioned about it. And I've always thought it was hydrosity. <laughs> I also thought it was hydrosity. And oh, now well, I'm gonna have to go get... the other way. Now that people are upset about it. Now that people are upset about the pronunciation of it, I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah, that's the, it. Just keep saying hydrosity now. Two-year-old me that read it as hydrosity. I think it's flipped now because new evidence has come out, and I think it's pretty clear that it was supposed to be hydrosity. But forget it. It's hydrosity. But you kind of did put hydrosity. the two together, right? I, like, I didn't even, I'm not even one of the people that, like, tries to argue that it's called hydrosity because it's, like, supposed to sound like velocity. No. That's dumb. It's oh, just, right. Yeah, no, that's dumb. It's just called hydrosity because it's called hydrosity. And Sand maybe it's pronounced Sandopolis instead of Sandopolis. It really could what be. What other zones could we do that with? <laughs> They're going through them now. Metropolis. <laughs> I yeah. think ice cap is supposed to be one word. Ice cap. Lava reef. Ice ice cap. Ice cap. Flying battery. Ice sap. Ice chop. cape. Like ipecac. Ice cap. Us making noises. Marvin Garden. Anyways, really good. Now. For my number one, um, I flipped this last second. This was going to be number two, but then I but then I actually looked at the OST again, and I'm like, wait, hold up. Um, I don't know if the, you might have seen this coming. Olgas might have seen this coming, but I'm not not so sure. But uh, my number one favorite Sonic OST is without a doubt Knuckles Chaotix. Oh, really? The, Very the, interesting choice. The soundtrack is. Probably one of my favorites of all time, and just just in general, because it has it like it just has this sort of sound to it. It's like I don't know how do I put this in words. It's kind of like the Japanese Sonic CD soundtrack, where it very feels. It's like it low does, key though. Yeah. It's it's a lot more low key, um, but some standout songs from it that I like a lot. Um, Door in the Summer is classic, obviously. Uh, Door in the Summer is actually the song that made me, like, really interested in Knuckles Galdix and playing it, just because that right. song was in Sonic Generations. And I was like, this song's really good! And I found out, oh, this is on a 32X game. But uh, other songs that I like, I like, there's a song for, like, the intermission area, and it's just called Walkin'. And uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a groove. One of my real favorites, I don't know if it'll be the number one, but like one of, if not my favorite song, would be uh, the character select screen music. Um, because it's called Take Off. And it's just like a 30 second little, it's less than that. It's like, it's like a 10 second loop. But what I really like about Knuckles Chaotix, um, why I, I, this is probably actually the real reason why it's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time, is on a technical level, um, they're using so much of the Mega Drive and the 32X's sound hardware just in tandem with each other because they use the 32X yeah. specifically. They use the 32X hardware specifically for the percussion so that they have higher samples for uh, for the drums. 
and they actually use um, both the FM and the PSG sounds from the uh, Mega Drive. And if I guess if, if that if, if that goes over your head, the FM sounds are the Mega Drives. You know, like the twang. You know, you know, yeah. like a lot of a lot of uh, Mega Drive sounds. Uh, have that have that very that yeah, very that harsh wham, wham. Yeah. yeah 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 that's that's the FM and a lot of Mega Drive uh, soundtracks just really only rely on that part and usually use the PSG for uh, sound effects and whatnot. Yeah, but Knuckles Chaotix uh, and also like Streets of Rage too, but really Knuckles Chaotix. Um, I really like that OST because it uses the PSG and the PSG is the more bloopy. Uh, the like chiptune kind of parts mm. because the Mega Drive basically has a master system inside of it, and so it has the master system sound hardware as well as the Mega Drive sound hardware. So it uses all three of those sound hardware chips to just make this absolutely grooving music. And I really love Takeoff because it, it, I think it's the best example of that because you have the FM doing. Uh, the like the kind of background stuff and then you have the the melody on the psg and it's just this very infectious like exciting beat and it's really good for the character select screen because you hear it and you're like oh oh i'm ready to go it it gets you hyped up to to play a game that's kind of mediocre but like it gets you excited (laughs) um And then other another the other one that would probably be my favorite would probably be Midnight Greenhouse. I was just about to mention that to be honest because it starts yeah. off sounding like the No Way music from Sonic Three, <laughs> and then it it almost gets backwards and goes to a Sonic Two vibe in it that I really like. Yeah, I great love track. Midnight Greenhouse. I love Midnight Greenhouse, and uh, I also really like uh, Evening Star. Is another. It's like it's another one that plays during the because like the game is like a weird day night cycle because yeah. it picks levels randomly. So like there's multiple like times of day for each level because it doesn't really how do you speed run the game if it does that um you i mean you pick charmy b that's how you speed run the game oh i see Uh, but yeah evening star has very very much of like this classic ring sounding with the percussion beat in the back it's pretty cool yeah it's just it's just got like it's a lot more laid back music than yeah. like your like than your like your typical Sonic like go go go, but like it's still kind of funky, and I really like it. And it's it's definitely my favorite Sonic OST. I listen to it all the time, and and whenever I make in the very few instances where I make uh, videos or whatnot, I always try to slip uh, Knuckles Chaotix uh, in my OSTs. That's cool. Uh, in, the, in the background, yeah, because it's, it's 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 great. It's up there. It's one of my favorite Mega Drive soundtracks. One of my favorite soundtracks of all time it is definitely my favorite Sonic soundtrack. I do need to make more videos. Except for like Midnight Greenhouse, I really um, I just came across This Horizon, which I think is super awesome. Um, yeah, that's that's the the theme song. Oh, yeah, so, like, it just, like... Oh, yeah, I'm actually picturing it as you just said that. But that's almost like, um... Have you ever played Road Rash? <laughs> I've... I've... I know of it, but I've actually yeah. not played that it's much old, Road Rash. Yeah, it's, like, a, almost a beat-em-up motorcycle game, right? Yeah, but it's yeah, got yeah, this, yeah, Very much the, um, the Mega Drive sound chip 
is embedded in that. You know what I mean? That yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like what I hear. I will probably listen to this uh, when I'm running in the gym. <laughs> I don't know if it. Was, oh, I guess uh, Speed Slider. What's the? Yeah, some of them are fast. Song? They're not all fast, but um, like Mechanical Dance, even it's pretty cool. Like the sound is down. the uh, the Speed Slider stage, um, and that one that one's probably the fastest pace. Exciting is Knuckles Hail. Pendulum's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a lot of weird unused songs. They're like very sparingly used songs because uh so, like uh, as as we're talking about the music, I think it's really interesting the musical choices that they made because it's like very much of the Mega Drive era, but it's uh doesn't have that much of a link to earlier Sonic games, which I think yeah. is valid because like the gameplay is completely different, right? I mean, it plays like a Sonic game, except... Uh, I never understood the whole Ring Link mechanic, to be honest. Uh, basically... That's for another episode, maybe. <laughs> yeah, let's... let's Yeah, yeah. We, we've been going for a while. Um, Sorry, I don't have anything to, to contribute, because I... It's a long time ago, I don't remember any of the tracks. Ah, uh, you gotta... I mean, maybe you don't have to replay it, but, like... You gotta listen to the music again. It's good. It's it's so good. I love I love the Knuckles Chaotix soundtrack. I think Knuckles Chaotix is probably the game I was the most excited for in my childhood because I had obviously a big fan of three and Knuckles, and then I heard about Knuckles Chaotix, and I just read the Archie comics, and all of the Chaotix team is in the Archie comics. I was like, this is gonna be this is gonna be the best thing ever, and then. As a kid, how disappointed I was that 32X was going to be the console. I was like, oh, well, I'm never going to get my hands one of those in Australia. So um, I did didn't it play not... it until emulation became a thing. Gotcha. I was going to ask, like, did did it not... Uh, I mean, it didn't sell that well anywhere, but... Yeah. It didn't come to Australia? I don't remember seeing it. How about you, Hogast? Uh, well, the Mega Drive was slightly after my time. Like, it was my first console, but that was a hand-me-down, so... I feel hmm. like it must have come here, but I've never seen it. Everyone yeah. says that, right? Like, I never saw it. <laughs> and then there's, like, even more more uh, infrequent uh, viewing of the Mega CD. <laughs> oh, when I was in Japan, I saw a Mega CD, but I didn't see a 32X, so. Well, the 32X barely sold in Japan. Like, I, I'm sure the Japanese 32X is probably the rarest Japanese Sonic or Sega system. Well, maybe probably not the rarest, but it's up there. Um, it was pretty much designed for an American market. If I recall correctly, the 32X released in America like a month after the Saturn came out in Japan. Oh, no, okay. uh, which, yeah, which, which confused that. everyone because they were like, wait, are we going to buy an upgrade or are we going to buy the new system? We can't buy two. What are they doing? The 32X, like, as, a, as like a uh, on a business decision level, is very, very. Uh... Only they Sega could have made it. They were like Apple, that. you know. They were just pumping out hardware. <laughs> and like, no, I don't think they, thought they were Apple. I think, as someone that's done a rudimentary amount of research on it, I believe the intent was, um, Sega of Japan kind of let Sega of America just do whatever as long as they made the money. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's kind of how they they really like partially, or maybe not partially, like aggressively marketed the the Mega Drive in America, yeah, right. and then they they got like a lot of popularity from that. 
And I think what was happening was Sega of... I think what happened is they got cold feet on whether or not the Saturn was going to be able to replicate that success. So they were like, well, what if we instead of... They, I think they were they were worried. They weren't sure if people would spend a whole lot of money on buying a brand new console when they already have an existing console. So they mm. were like, well, what if we make like a weird thing that kind of does that for all of the existing millions of Mega Drive owners already? And then um, that was, I think, the kind of the game plan. But it really was not a good thing for the people playing the games or the people making it. I've heard making games on the 32X is a nightmare. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Sort of a weird side tangent, but I do love the 32X. It's one of my favorite. Maybe not one of my favorite systems, but um, I like it more than the average person, so. I can't find anything about sales in Australia, but, like, pretty much all of the listings are at least $350. Yeah, that makes sense. It's definitely a collector's item now. I was very lucky to have been given a 32X alongside my Mega Drive back when I was a wee baby man. Hmm. So I didn't have to I didn't have to buy it. This, because uh, yeah, the they're very uncommon. This site is for uh, the console unboxed five hundred and sixty four dollars. And there's oh one listing on Gumtree for the console and like eight games, two thousand dollars in box. What 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 games would they be? They have a WWF Raw, Virtua Fighter, Motocross, Afterburner, Space Harrier. Something I can't read. Metalhead, Doom, Mortal Kombat 2, huh. NBA Jam, Virtual Fight Deluxe, and something else I can't read. Well, those are pretty classic, does it, does, yeah. Does it look like any of the uh, the games have Spider-Man on them? No. Okay, so the other games are Cosmic Carnage and 36 Great Hole. Oh, Fred Couples! Uh, okay, well, I have no idea why it's that expensive then, because none of those games are actually that rare on the system. I guess Afterburner and Space Area are. But this is, but... like, the only listing on Gumtree for the 32X console. The rest is just for games, so... The most the most expensive game on the 32X is Spider-Man Web of Fire. And that game's worth, like, thousands. There's I... also Darkseid, which only came out in Europe. I am going to leave the website and not look at anything that I own. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, never look at never look at the games that you you own on uh on like uh those kinds of websites because then you realize how much money you're kind of sitting on and you're just like, "Oh. Oh no." Or at least that's how it is for me. I don't like looking. I I hate looking at price charting because it's like, "Oh boy, I can't wait to see what how expensive 3DS games are right now." Or whatever, like GameCube. Used games are very expensive right now. Horrible time to get into the hobby. Well, anyway, that's the music. Yes, speaking of it, you know what's not expensive? Tasteful music. And that's what this podcast has been about at the end of the day. It sure has been. Wow, um, this was a long one. <laughs> it really, oh, yeah, we... We could go on about Sonic music forever. I'm shocked Great that, beats. uh, yeah, one episode we did pretty well. Two hours. 
Oh, oh that's gonna be a nightmare to edit. Good luck. I, I, yeah, forgive us. It's okay. So there's like half an hour preamble, and then probably some other rubbish I can cut out 10, 20 minutes. But yeah, it's gonna be a big one. <laughs> Oof. That's well... music to my ears. <laughs> Just end that with a big fart sound. All right. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure talking about the most legendary music this side of the Mississippi. Uh, I've been one of your hosts, Normus on Twitch. I'm Hogas. I'm GT Duck, man. We're in Mississippi now. It depends how you pronounce it. And plus, we're always going to be on some side of the Mississippi, right? That's true. Yeah. The Australian Mississippi. Food for thought, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yum, yum, yum. Another podcast in my tum. No. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> All right. Boy. Hogas, do you know, um, hot scoop or a shot of poop? Is this how all like all British and Australian people talk? Yes. Actually, <laughs> I mean, like it's a good base for like new ideas. Just rip them off. No, I haven't heard of that, but it sounds perfect. This, this is um, the Weekly Planet. Two Australians that just talk about Marvel all day, and I don't watch it for the Marvel stuff. I watch it because I just need to hear Australians talk about garbage every now and then. So yeah, I totally get that. Like there were so many people that I followed on Twitter just because they're Australian. Yeah. So hot scoop or shot of poop? If it's a scoop that is not true, I will take a shot of poop. So there you go.